You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're so happy you're here with us today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm the youngest sister. I'm a writer, a producer, a podcaster, and I'm worried that my email inbox is just going to blow up with all these Cyber Monday pitches. All right, I want to know, sisters, what was the lamest Cyber Monday pitch you got yesterday? Jewel? Okay, well, mine wasn't more of a pitch. It was an item. I was. They were really pushing me to buy a Bartesian. Have you seen this? It's no. a coffee maker that makes cocktails, okay? You oh. know I just got a new coffee maker, an espresso. So look, imagine an espresso, but now instead of getting a little cappuccino in the morning... I can have an old fashioned because that's what's <laughs> in, in, the in the morning. Okay. That seems in the morning, Liz, you can have whatever you want. Would you like a Manhattan with your lunch? Sure. Because <laughs> if you have a Bartesian, it looks the same. Wow. Okay. That seems dangerous. Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas, everybody. Liz, what was the lamest Cyber Monday pitch you got? Okay. This is Liz Dolan in Santa Monica. I'm a marketer. I'm a podcaster. And I guess that's why I got the big cyber pitch. Epic deals on new web hosting plans, Leanne. Oh, oh. yes. Our, our web platform, they were willing to knock 86% off the coast of an epic new plan upgrade. So which really doesn't seem like something you would ever give to someone. I guess that's <laughs> yeah, that would be quite a gift, Liz. It's like every marketing department in every company, no matter what the product, felt like they had to send out a Cyber Monday deal. Yes. And they did. Yes. Well, that's why the reason we picked this question was I got one yesterday that made me laugh out loud. And the subject line was, we call it Cheddar Monday. And that was from the Tillamook Cheese Company. <laughs> like, well, that's a good one. I, I was like, like no one calls it Cheddar Monday, Tillamook. <laughs> not even you. Okay. That doesn't even, doesn't really rhyme with cyber. It doesn't, it's just not a no, thing. No. I mean, well, again, you shouldn't be making cocktails with your coffee maker either. It's just <laughs> whatever. Yes. But everyone always needs cheese. So, you know, I'd go with that one. All right. Today on the show, uh, let's see what we have. Oh, Liz, you have a couple of news stories about friendship, uh, both for men and for women and for Xers and boomers, right? Yes. There's good news and there's bad news about friendship, Leon. Sorry to say. Well, I'm feeling bad about one of the stories, so I'm sure you can. (laughs) So we're all going to feel badly? Okay. Good. No. Ooh, that's quite a forward promote. Excellent work. (laughs) Um, All right, Julie, you have a do you have some fun stories you're going to talk about travel? How about the travel destinations? Travel destinations, the New York Times, 25 places you need to visit in 2023. Do you have your 2023 travel plans all worked out yet, Leanne? I don't. I do okay. not. Well, I have selected a place for you to go with your family. Oh, all right. Thank you. Fantastic. All right. And then I have uh, an investigative report here at Satellite Sisters. Uh, This really caught my eye. I'd like to thank the journalists at Real Simple. um, Because... (laughs) Make the hardworking journalist. Tell where this is going. Okay. Okay. This is news you need to know. What is better for your hair, air drying or blow drying? 
Okay. All right. Think is about this it. Is this a trick question? Leah? It is not. It's, it is. It there are pretty there obvious. Are, there are facts, Julie. There are facts. Oh, and there are facts. Good. And good. studies. And there are some terms in this article you are going to enjoy. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that, but a little, little holiday wrap up. Jill, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was fine until wonderful, uh, you know, until the trip home. And let me start by saying there was a white Cadillac traveling southbound on I-45 in Texas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And let me just say, you are very lucky because State Trooper Wemberly, D. Wemberly, was just about to pull you over for a speeding ticket when he looked across the way on the northbound lane of I-45 and saw the the collision that that we were involved with. Oh no. Oh, no. We are not hurt. We are not no one was hurt. It was uh stop and go traffic. Uh it was my husband and I. We had all the stuff from Thanksgiving in the car. We stopped. The car behind us stopped, but the car behind that failed to stop it's a three car collision in the inside lane uh but uh state trooper wemberly saw us so that was good um and was able to get to the accident um pretty quickly but you know i haven't been in an accident in decades i mean i I just i mean it's scary it really does shake you up it is yeah. very scary. It's very scary on the highway to be in an accident because everybody else is going really, really fast, uh, except for in our lane. And the uh, the car that caused the accident, I mean, it, that car was totaled. I mean, it oh, was. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my I mean, gosh. Yes, oh, that it was is bad. Scary. It was bad. So we had an ambulance. We had all kinds of things. But, uh, you know, it was... They just uh, those state troopers. They really know what they know what they're doing, you know. And uh, you know, we fortunately no one was hurt, and fortunately we could drive. We have damage to our car, but we were able to drive our car home. So that was good. Uh, we were there, you know, um, and uh, the. The driver that crashed into us, he didn't have a driver's license, so he was going to get a big fat ticket from Officer Wembley there. But uh, the rest of us were able to move on. You know, my husband wanted to open the back of our car to see how everything was. But I was like, don't do that, because everything might fall out, like the turkey pan, all of that stuff. And we might not be able to close it. But I'm just really glad that we weren't hurt in the accident and, you know, we'll be able to fix our car, no doubt. Uh, the people behind us, they were going to their daughter's wedding. Uh, so oh, uh, I oh no. know, I know. Well, you, you know, when you're, you bond on the side yeah, of the you highway, do. you know, yes. you get in deep, you know, we were checking on them. They were checking on us. So they were on their way to their daughter's wedding. So they wanted to get on their way as well too. So, um, so that's, that was just a little mis- holiday mishap. I mean, one of many traffic accidents that happened over the holidays. Drive carefully, people. Leave room. Leave room. Yeah. Pay, pay attention. Right. Pay attention. Um, you didn't yeah. get any whiplash because that is what no, when I know. I was we in we, one we of were those. really ro- worried about that, you know, because we, you know, you do. We did get a bump, um, but right. uh, I feel fine. My husband says his neck in one little place feels a little weird, but it's not, you know, it's not pain, he said. So, so we're doing okay. That's what I would say. No, okay. I'm sorry. To okay. Hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your Thanksgiving? I know there were a lot of preparations. You were both together. Liz, you were going to be doing 
some what was yes. that entertainment cooking as part I, of this I, I, I think I, what did you food theater I think is what Liam called oh, food it. theater that's <laughs> right yes 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 <laughs> well we had an absolutely beautiful day here in Southern California we so did. Uh, the only the, the the saddest thing was that the night before my son Colin called and his girlfriend had just tested positive for COVID oh so, no so he could not come she could not come and his roommate could not come. We were, and that was really put a damper on it because they were all looking forward to coming. Uh, mm -hmm. Two of them are from the Northwest, so don't have family here. And uh, Los Angeles is a new place for them. So um, I think they were a little homesick. Plus they they were bringing like pies and food. Yeah, so it's a free food assignment that <laughs> yeah. meant so... Leon had to do last minute fill-ins. <laughs> yeah, on dessert, Jillian, which you know is not my strength. So- uh, <laughs> And I did a really mediocre job. So that put a slight damper on it because uh, we were just really looking forward to the day. But it was a lovely day. We had ex we had an extra vegan show up. So I was happy to accommodate oh, good, her. Because I yeah. think you had made some of the food for the roommate yes. who was vegan. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, you have someone could eat your vegan creations. That's yeah. good. Roommate vegan, girlfriend lactose intolerant. So I had really taken both of those things into <laughs> a fact, into account as I prepared, you know, dairy-free gravy, for instance. Yes. Uh, so, um, but anyway, it was a, just a lovely warm day. We had my in-laws for a couple of hours. That was what they could handle. And then we had a fun group for dinner and, uh, 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 and everything was lovely. And Liz out there with the food theater cooking the oysters. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the oysters, Julie. I just want to say, I think maybe my proudest cooking moment ever. Really? When I could, well, I convinced Leanne to test one. She was just going to test one. And, you know, it was the grilled oysters with the butter and Guinness sort of drizzled on it as it comes off mm. the grill. And Leanne tasted it, seemed to really enjoy it and said, I can't believe you made this. <laughs> that is the highest compliment yes. that Leon would give to Liz Dolan. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yes. And I had several customers who would have eaten every single oyster on the grill. Yes. And and other people are just not shellfish people, which I understand. So there was plenty for the people that loved it and none for the people that didn't. And that's fine. It was yes. I was very proud of the way it all turned out. Yeah. And it was perfect. She was out there grilling and chilling and people were sitting around and could go up and get an oyster when they wanted. And let's be clear. I enjoy oysters, but sometimes um, because of my colon surgery, I just have to be careful not to eat. Yes. I, Thanksgiving is a tough day. So I have to really yeah. mind how much the volume of what I eat. So I did at the end, I was like, I just want one oyster. So I would could have eaten a dozen of them. They were absolutely delicious, Liz. And it was a miracle. I think that you pulled it off and added a lot of fun <laughs> to Thanksgiving. No, I mean, you know, cooking on someone else's grill oysters, yeah. it seems intimidating to people, but not to Liz. So I well mean, done. for people, for people who haven't been, you know, maybe have been watching cooking with Liz, you have to understand for many, many years, Liz's only assignment at Thanksgiving was ice, right? Or, you know, wine, right? Wine, wine or ice. Okay. So the fact that you are now central to the festivities, uh -huh. I mean, Liz, you know, that's a great thing. Good for you. Good okay. For you. I just want to say, Julie, I was, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But I wouldn't say I was central. I mean, Leanne's table looked beautiful. Her food was delicious. 
delicious. Great. You know how Leanne really does it up, decorating the whole house for the holidays. So it was just a pleasure to be at a real Thanksgiving up home with delicious food. So so thank you, Leon. I don't want I don't want to pretend that I was somehow I was a little bit sideshow outside, but the big action was inside around the dining room table. And it's also fun just to like sit and have the 20 somethings around. Yes. You know? Yeah. They are right. so they are so fun to talk to and their lives are so different than say mine. Uh that that part of it was really fun. Having your older son and some of his friends there. I really, really enjoyed that yeah my nephew leo was here or nephew yep. leo so it was yeah it was fun we had it everyone's all grown up it was really really enjoyable and everyone went home with enough turkey and stuffing and cranberry for one sandwich the next day i didn't yes. have zillions of leftovers but i had a lot of turkey leftovers so uh and, and i sent leo home with the bread too because i knew he wouldn't have bread uh <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jewel. So travel destinations. What travel, do don't you get excited about that to think about 2023 and where in the world you might want to go? And the New York Times does this every year, 25 travel destinations for 2023. And they put together a very impressive group of people to sort of pick out the the, the destinations. Two international Isn't it adventures, Julie? Didn't they go way out of their way to do adventures? Adventures. This is Liz. They want you to go to a place and feel deeply connected. They wanted you to have a travel experience is what oh, they said. Okay. okay. You know, which is different than just like, hey, go to Paris, see, you know, <laughs> check that off. You know, this is go somewhere and really feel deeply connected to a place. And, and that that is a transformative experience. And they got together a very distinguished pan panel. International writers, Pico Iyer, who has been on Satellite Sisters. Yes. Atash Tazir, architect Toshiki Mori chef David Zil Zilber, and landscape photographer Victoria uh, Sunburnus. And they really had quite a discussion about what it meant to have a travel experience, what it, you know, where in the world to go, and they had to really cull down their lists. And so it's, you know, it has things on it from, from like going to Spain's Basque country to eat some delicious meal or going to Norway to see the, the Norwegian uh, Northern Lights. Um, but there, so you can read through this and thanks to Liz, it's, um, you will have the link for it, but I picked out a couple for the two of you that I thought would be ideal trips for you, Leon, and your family. You have a family of drivers, right? Yes. Everyone likes to drive, including you. Okay. One of the trips they're recommending in 2023 is to drive the Pan American, um, highway from Argentina oh. to Alaska. Imagine oh, wow. <laughs> you okay. just imagine it. Okay. You are crossing 14 different countries. You have forests, you have tundras, you have peaks, you have deserts, you have the pampas. Okay. It's all happening on this. And you have a team of four drivers. Maybe you could get more people to land and you could drive from Argentina to Alaska. Doesn't that sound kind of exciting? 
It does sound no. vaguely romantic. No, I'm I'm serious. I think like my husband would go, yeah, that's a trip yes. I would do. Okay. Oh, yes. So yeah, that sounds pretty romantic, actually. How I long mean, of does course, that take, Julie? They would want to do it with speed. That's <laughs> the problem. Like they would think they were in some sort of rally. And they yes, want to a do road it. rally. Yeah, yeah, they can say, I'm sure you would set a world record for the trip from Argentina <laughs> to Alaska. <laughs> so I think that's good. I mean, there was that one or they were saying you could go work on an organic farm in New Zealand which I thought might also appeal to you, but that yeah. it doesn't less so less so well, okay. on vacation. If yeah. you do it at home. Okay. Yeah. Liz, I was really torn for a trip for you, but there it was at the end. Uh, it's almost, it's like a, the trip number 25 and they're not really rank ordered, but this I decided was really for you. What you need to do is you need to float in a Zodiac to the edge of the human experience. How does that sound? Right? Where is that? Where is Antarctica, it? Liz? You need oh. to go to Antarctica via Chile. Okay. Oh, okay. You can take a boat and then you get into a little zodiac and you go to the edge of the earth, Liz. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, now, this is, I mean, that is right up your alley. Okay. I mean, because it's floating involved. Okay. Yes. I, penguins. I know you like penguins, penguins but, sure. you, but Liz, you're always pushing yourself, you know, to, to the, go to the edge, to go somewhere that no one else has been. Imagine that. Is that wonderful? Okay. All right. I like it. You know, there's a satellite sister in the satellite sisters Facebook group who I think just got home from Antarctica because she's been posting a lot of great photos in the group. So yes, I am interested, okay. Julie. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Book it 2023. Now this list, as I said, had 25 different countries on it, but I, I just, I have to just call them out on a couple of ones because number one, they recommended you get on the Trans-Siberian uh, Railway and take the train across Russia to Siberia, into Siberia. Very Dr. Zhivago. I, oh I my gosh, that. this is the worst idea I have ever heard. You know what that train ride is? It's nine time zones of poplar trees. Okay, you see nothing, okay? <laughs> it's just forest. It's time zones of poplar trees. You're just on this like broken down old train. It's not the Orient Express, okay? It's, you know, you have to bring your own food. You got to watch where you're sleeping, Ugh, okay? And all so you're- Have you been on this train, train line, Julie? Yes, yes, I've been on it. Not the whole trip, but it's like, you just, you think you're going to see something romantic and wonderful and you don't. You just see trees. And then you get to Vladivostok, okay? And you know what that place looks like? It looks like Volgograd. It has the same like broken, you know, World War II tanks. It's got the same Soviet buildings. You've been on a train for nine time zones. Okay. And you and you end up in the same place. Do not take that okay. trip. They're wrong okay. on that. Okay. They okay. also recommend... really talked me out of it. Okay. 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 I'm also just quickly going to say they're recommending going to Iran. I think that's a terrible idea right now. Okay. That's yes. up on that. They okay. recommend the Citadel in Erbil, Iraq, which I have seen. I think this trip is not a good idea, but if you're interested, you should make sure that the airport isn't being bombed right now by Iran. Okay. So that's, that's an issue for you as well. <laughs> uh, and they're really keen on Cuba. And once again, I, I just, in my own personal protest, I think it's a broken down communist country and I don't think you should support it. But other than that, <laughs> I really I thought this go to was Cuba. I think Cuba looks great. So, okay. Okay. It's, we, we agree to disagree, but you have your trips, Pan American Highway, and Liz, float to the edge of the human experience. <laughs> okay. 
Well, as long as we're talking about travel adventures, I do have some advice I want to ask you to, because I am on the verge of an adventure and now something's come up. Okay. So I decided, you know, I decided not to spend another Christmas holiday in a cold, snowy place, you know, old lefty. It's not like I'm back on skis yet. Right. So I decided that over this holiday season for New Year's, I am going to Hawaii with some friends. And that sounds nice. Sounds super nice. Right. And we were going to go to Maui, but then we decided to go to the big island. We're all ready to go. There are four of us. You know, we're arranging things. So one of my friends who's into the adventure planning, Julie. So <laughs> he texts me. He's like, we have to do the helicopter trip over the volcano. We just have to do that. And I like the old me would have said, yeah, no, I'll give that a pass. I've seen the documentary, but no, I'm like, yes, as long as we're there, heli trip over the over the volcano, the Mauna Loa volcano there is very famous. Well, guess what blew yesterday? <laughs> I know, Liz. I mean, that's oh an active, that's an active volcano. Yeah. So it is not only an active volcano, Julie, it is the world's largest active volcano. And this weekend it erupted for the first time in nearly... 40 years. Uh -huh. So here's what the agency said in an advisory. All indications are that the eruption will remain in the Northeast rift zone, whatever that is, and that the all the lava is going to follow a path and nobody's in any danger. Volcanic gas and possibly fine ash and something called Pele's hair which is strands of lava glass, FYI, may be carried downwind. So question number one, still go over it in a helicopter? And question number two, like, <laughs> is even sitting on the beach going to be fun if there's fine ash and lava glass falling on me? I don't know. This just seems unlucky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say, Liz. Yeah. I'm going to have to... Trust the experts on this one. As well. I, it's a volcano, Liz. You know, it's going to do what it's going to do. You know, yeah. and uh, that's, uh, but Correct. yes, I think, I'd, you know, the helicopter, you know, it seems like they're not going to fly the helicopters if there's volcanic ash. That's that's my feelings because we were going yeah. back and forth on it yesterday. And of course, you know, my friend is like, oh yeah, this is going to be even more exciting if we're like, if it's actually erupting while we're going if it's not erupting, the idea that it just did and could again <laughs> does kind of change the danger factor, don't mm -hmm. you think? Yeah. Anyway, I would, I would trust the experts on this one. <laughs> okay, that's what I'll do. But she blew. That's it. That's all I can say. After 40 years, when I'm going there, the big volcano blows. All right, stay with us. Up next, we have uh, Friendship News and Tuesday Trends. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? 
Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you're going to be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox.
It's Leanne, Liz, and Julie. We're the Satellite Sisters. We're back. Sisters, just a brief rest in peace to Irene Cara, who died over the weekend. So sad. Oh, my gosh. For people of my generation, uh, you know, that movie Fame, we watched it a million times in the theater. We listened to the soundtrack over and over and over again. I know she was famous for the title song, but that whole soundtrack, I knew every single word. We listened with friends. We danced around our living room. She's just such a big part of such a specific time in my life. So talented, so lovely, too, too young to die in her mid-60s. Yes. So just thank you, Irene Carr. You gave me a lot of hours of pleasure when I was in uh, middle school and high school. And thank you so much. I'm so sorry that she's gone. So sorry that she's gone. That would be a fun movie to watch over the holidays with a group. You know? Yes. 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 Yeah. So fun. I mean, I yeah. can picture whole scenes from that movie. Right. I know. I might want to dance to parts of it, too. Yes. Yeah, the hot lunch jam you're going to want to dance to. (laughs) Hot, hot, hot hot lunch. You're going to want to dance to that. Yeah. And then the TV show, which she wasn't in. But, uh, you know, then there was the TV show. I mean, I lived fame for a long time. In my mind, that's where I went to high school. But that is not where I went to high school. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So as you mentioned, Leanne, I have a couple of stories that were prominently featured uh, lately in the New York Times about just generally on the subject of friendship and companionship and the importance of all of that as we age. And and we always say to people when they ask us, like, if they've never listened to Satellite Sisters, it's like, I don't get it. Like, what is it? And we often describe our show as the sound of friendship. You know, like, what do you talk to your friends about? How do you talk about? That's all we're doing here. It's just about friendship. So um, Sunday's paper on the front page, above the fold, big headline, as Gen X and boomers age, they confront living alone. And I thought, ooh, I love being part of a trend. That's great. I guess <laughs> Good one, more older Americans are living by themselves than ever before. Yay, me. I guess I should have been tipped off to the word confront because once I dug into it, I was like, huh, this, I'm not sure I'm really going for this. So basically, um, it's a whole study of people over 50 who live alone and households headed by people over 50 are now 36% of all households. And so they said like older people have always been more likely to live alone, but now there are just more older people. You know, there are just more Gen Xers and boomers than there are anything else. Um, And they also said that women on the whole are a much bigger group of over 50s who live alone. And part of this is the good news is a lot of this is because of professional advancement, the ability to buy our own homes, financial independence. Um, That means more women can do this, can afford to do this, are doing this now. The downside is then they go like totally down this hole of how research, it's it's unequivocal, sisters. They say research is unequivocal that people aging alone experience worse physical and mental health outcomes in shorter lifespans, to which I say, oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. (laughs) That's a scientific term, isn't it? Shut up. Yes. Yes. I'll just say, like, well, telling me that isn't going to help, is it? No. <laughs> well, how do how do they even define alone? What if you have a pet? Does it that improves your well, life? What okay, if you live in a, an apartment building that's very lively, like yours, Liz? Okay. I, yes. I mean, I what if you know? What if you are 
you know, playing pickleball five days a week. You're not really alone. Okay. See where I'm going with this? I know. I agree with you, Julie. I, I mean, but then they're really trying to bring me down. So it says, even with an active social and family life, people in this group are generally more lonely. Again, I say, shut up. And they're yeah. telling me that is not helping. <laughs> what was funny is like as soon as the paper came out Sunday morning, several single female friends of mine were immediately on a text chain like, hey, look at us. They're featuring us like talking about us. We are a demographic trend. And then once we actually read deep into the story, we're like, oh, forget it. OK, never mind. Right. <laughs> it even OK, I recommend you reading the story because it is kind of interesting that one of the issues that. Uh, older people, male or female, living alone, uh, face is that the the housing stock in the U.S. there just aren't enough like small homes for people. If you're trying right. to say yes. downsize, they uh -huh. they show all the research about you're trying to downsize out of the you know three bedroom home you used to own into a smaller house, and they said an aging older house is now worth less than a lot of smaller, newer houses around the country. So that's one of the issues. But anyway, oh. it all it all just goes back to what I've always said, that I need like a motel or a compound or a like something that is more Melrose Place vibe than, say, assisted living vibe. Right. right. I think like even if I could have a bunch of my friends move in next door here, I mean, I'm lucky that I do have a great relationship with my neighbors. But yeah. anyway, it just is uh, it's a lot to think about. <laughs> well, I, I, the, go ahead, Leanne. Well, I think the answer is Golden Girls. That's it. I mean, the Golden Girls were so far ahead of their time and every. Yes every aspect but they were like women who lived together in a house i yes. know but you want your own space you think you I want do. your own space so but i think yeah like i i think maybe a a compound of tiny houses well maybe not tiny medium small <laughs> houses or even yeah just imagine like a like a melrose place and, <laughs> like a commune that's what you're trying yes, to that's the that's word you're searching for yeah a little it, commune yeah. right I know I'm not not alone. I would like to see comments in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group about what are your your group living strategies because I do it's like I do have a lively social life and you I do. have a lot of friends. Absolutely. And all of that is great. But like this story ends. I mean, they were really trying to kill us here. This story ends with, <laughs> with a woman who lives alone, like getting shot and having a bad year as a result. Well, oh. okay, again, shut up. That was okay. Really that's yeah, really shut up about that. I'm with that too. Okay. okay. So I think it can be done. I think we can age well together. Uh, and uh, so I'm working on it. So then on a related story, also in the New York Times, um, why can't men make friends? Um, or the, the actual the actual headline is, why is it so hard for men to make close friends? Did Have either of you guys, whoops, ooh, hang on, I just knocked my mic up. Okay, so here is, this story is, this also starts depressing, but this one picks up a lot more. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the front. That should be a new rule for anything, <laughs> anything we're talking, talking about. Just where to end on a high note. Yeah. Where do, where do we end? Yeah. With okay. This. Okay. So this starts with, <laughs> this just made me laugh. American men are stuck in a quote, friendship recession. Well, okay. 
I, wait, you have to call it a recession. I, I don't even know what that means. It's, but that obviously that men, I think men and women later in life, it is just, you have to be more intentional about making friends. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have to like work with like the daylight hours. Like people are not going to go out with, <laughs> out with you late at night. It's That's not happening. Okay, so you have a more a narrower window to work with, right? That's true. That's true. I, I see with men though, uh, based on the men in my life, the man in my life, and conversations with my female friends who have male partners, um, they just don't make new friends. Yeah. You know, they if, if they have friends, it's the friends they made in high school or college. I I, yeah. I do think, man, maybe as what you said, Julie, they just they they don't expose themselves to new groups of people either at schools or in teams or in charities or whatever. They I see just anecdotally, it's a conversation I've had many times. Men have trouble making new friends. Yeah, and I always assumed that they were they were fine with that, but not according to the research. The research says half of men. Um, were that only half of men were satisfied with how many friends they have, and fifteen percent had no close friends at all. So I mean, mm, that that's is a sad. Lot. And that men are less likely than women to rely on their friendships to be an important part of their life. Well, that's I, true. I can understand that, but it might not be a negative thing if they don't have friends. Maybe, maybe they're, you know, they're, they're friend, you know, they're fully satisfied with their relationship with their partner or spouse, you know, maybe children. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many friends do you have to have? Right. Not that well, one would be good. I mean, I, I think a couple of friends would, yes. would be good, yeah. but to have friends, you have to be emotionally vulnerable. And I think that's what stops men a little yes. bit. Yeah. Okay. This is what the story goes into. So they have a list of some tips, four tips about how to climb out of your friendship recession. But mm. I think male or female, these are good tips. The number one, Leanne, is practice vulnerability, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Okay. And so they they have several psychologists talking about this and they're like, yeah, you don't have to be just open yourself up all the time, but occasionally you should just tell your friend in some way what they mean to you, which doesn't mean calling them up specifically for the purpose of having a long, thoughtful conversation about what your friendship means. It's just like after you do something together, just acknowledge that was great, or I really enjoy spending time with you, or something, some kind of emotional exchange. So that is does love love you, bro. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, I, I just would wonder how men would react to this article. Uh, yeah, like okay. What, what their take is? Are they saying, "Oh, shut up"? You know, like Liz Dolan response. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, number two is don't assume friendship happens organically. Right. And I think I think this is really true. Maybe this is why, Leanne, a lot of men still have the same friends they had in childhood, whereas women, we tend to be much more active about making new friends. And one thing that really got my attention here is putting yourself out there and making it clear you are looking for friends sounds fairly obvious, uh, but you know you still have to make the effort to do it. And that research shows that, quote, People do like meeting new people. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That you can believe when you walk into a room that people people are happy to meet you. And I don't know, maybe people don't understand that kind of everyone is interested in having a good time, having emotional connections with people. So 
I don't know. People, <laughs> research suggests people are usually better liked by strangers than they assume. Okay. That oh. may be. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. That's nice to hear. That's nice yeah. to hear. Okay. The next is use activities to your advantage. This seems obvious. Um, men and boys tend to be socialized to do group activities side by side. So saying, let's yeah. play the game together or let's play poker, all of that. That is a good way to make friends. But they make the point in the article that occasionally, instead of just going for a run together or watching the game together, maybe just like have lunch because, quote, you are forced to actually talk. Mm, there you go. <laughs> There wow. you go. And I then think the this is way too much pressure for men. Like, I don't think we should nag <laughs> any of the men in our lives to do this. They want to do it fine, but no, I, I okay. agree. I think these are very constructive suggestions, really, for, for anyone, Julie, for men or women. And the last one is harness the power of casual check ins. You know how there's been so much research lately about how just, you know, texting someone or emailing them is actually much more powerful than anyone ever really knew. And that it's especially powerful with someone who gets a text from you and it's unexpected. So instead of like, you know, thanks for dinner last night, just some sort of out of the blue. Hello. Right. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's a really interesting one that that everyone can do. And I actually know a bunch of guys that started doing like monthly Zoom calls during at the beginning of the pandemic. And they've really stuck with it. And they have what is alleged to be like a super spicy text message chain now. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so good for them. Yeah. I, say, I say more text message chains for all of us. Okay. Okay. That's not a face-to-face -face lunch where you're showing your vulnerability, but no. I, it's a start. That's good. Yeah. It's a start. Just reach out. Something a little unexpected. Have a little fun. I say that would be good for all of us. Okay. All right, Liz. Interesting information on friendship. I like okay. it. Thank you. All right. Some Tuesday trends, sisters. Okay. Jean brought Jean in our satellite sister Facebook group brought this up. I think we need to talk about the new trend that's emerging. We're seeing it on supermodels, and that is tights, no pants. Okay. You're you're ready to go out, Liz. You're ready to go out. You put in that nice purple blouse on that you wore for the holiday. I saw it on the that looked really good. Then you put on a pair of pants. I mean tights. And then you're ready, Liz. Jen, put that. You can just put like Uggs on or clogs or whatever. Tight. Yeah, Julie, I think if I walked into a room wearing only tights, those strangers that were likely to like <laughs> like me, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Leanne, anyway. Leanne, it is. It's the Bob Posse look, Leanne. It is. It's I'm thinking ballet ready. Yes. Okay, tights, no pants. Are you doing it, sister? Yeah. I mean, I think only Anne Ryan King could pull it off and that's my that's my statement that's it only her I, I i'm like i don't know if kendall jenner wants to like carry a four thousand dollar pocketbook and wear no pants just tights like okay okay do it all right but there is a reason why they invented pants right sisters am i right okay to protect yes. the fish okay there's a reason so you won't be cold okay I don't know. I don't know. But snazzy hosiery is totally in. Okay. So that it may be something, maybe it's for, you know, if you have nice long legs, like dancer legs, go for it. I, that's, I mean, just wear tight. 
needs snow pants. But just keep in mind, you have no pants on. So you <laughs> sit down. It's going to feel really cold or wet or bad. Okay. I guess it's just, it's just a short step from yoga pants to tight snow pants. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, and there's a sheerness involved here, Liz, that uh, oh, I yeah. think is part of the look. Okay, okay, so, okay. you're right. Okay, but if you're in, uh, please uh, let us know, Satellite Sisterhood, if you're going with this tight snow pants, we want we want to see a picture of that. Okay, all right. I love this headline. I think this is so true, and uh, it, it, and I saw it over the Thanksgiving holiday because we went to the beach. If you are stressed out grab a shovel and dig a hole that apparently digging a hole that compulsion is is to dig is deeply ingrained in our human psyche okay that we you know we like to dig holes make big holes milk big tunnels now on tiktok this is very popular people are showing the holes that they've dug but it can also be very peaceful. Just imagine, I mean, I was at the beach this weekend, pretty much my entire family was digging a hole at one point, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fun. Yep. You can't, you can't help but uh, dig, a, not dig a hole. And I, and I like this. So, uh, Leanne, do you feel that like when you're a gardener, like digging, is that, is that feel good to you? Yes, it does. It's very satisfying, super satisfying, yeah. but yeah. then I'm done. I don't well, need I think to it's dig good. Dig, you know, dig to the core of the earth, but, um, <laughs> but, but I, you know, my sons like digging at the beach when they were little, we always brought a shovel. It always seemed weird to me, but Barrick's like, just let him dig holes. So it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Liz, I think if you're stressed out, go head down to the beach. You can dig a little hole, you know, you don't have to dig a big hole. Okay. Yeah. As long as you're at the beach, I think anywhere else, I just associate it with like burying a body, you know, <laughs> uh, uh. So, so yeah, no, but yeah, hold at the beach, pretty much everything at the beach is, uh, is stress relieving. So I'm with you there. Okay. And finally, our third trend. I love this word. I think this should have been uh, the word of the year, not gaslighting, but how about this Freud and Freud? Okay. We know what the opposite, the shade and Freud where, uh, is where you, you know, you take pleasure in other people's miseries or misfortune, but Freud and Freud is inspired by the German uh, word for joy. And it's the bliss or the happiness that we feel when someone else succeeds, even if it doesn't involve us. Oh, right? okay. Very nice. I like I, this. Yes. I and, would just like to remind you that like three or four years ago, maybe four or five years ago on Satellite Sisters, when we were picking our like theme for the year in January, I, I took the word schadenfreude and I yes. Googled it. And I was like, what is the opposite of schadenfreude? And the answer was not Freudenfreud. It was mudita, which is the ah. Sanskrit word for taking pleasure in someone else's success. So, you know, I'm way ahead of the Freudenfreud people on this. But I I think saying mudita, maybe it's not as fun as saying Freudenfreud. I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I feel like I was on this trend uh, before this latest made up word came along. OK, well, it may it could be a made up word. And you're right, Liz, you're always a trendsetter. But I think it's one we can all get involved in. Yes. OK, I can't remember. I mean, I thought Mudita was a lovely word. But try Freud and Freud in 2023. I think it's going to be great. It's the pleasure we feel when we're witnessing someone else doing well and being happy. And that, you know, and that and many times you 
get this satisfaction from helping people, you know, achieve their success. Okay. And that you find joy. It helps to foster your own resilience and improve your own life satisfaction. If you can get on the Freud and Freud train, I Mm -hmm. think, I think we should all do this. Now they had some steps for it, but they seem pretty obvious, which is to show an active interest in other people's um, activities. Okay. That would be a good way to get down into the (laughs) Freud and Freud world. Don't you think they said to make eye contact? Yes. Do that people. Okay. Listen to their stories. That's Freud and Freud. Okay. All right. Maybe start some kind of hole digging group together. That could be that could be a way to go. Okay. So no one gets to the top by themselves. And when we all can and when one person does, we're all we're all elevated by that. So I love this trend. I'm I'm on the Freud and Freud train, and I hope you all are too. (laughs) I think that's why people love weddings. It's just, yes. I think it's just the peak yeah. Freud and Freud. Like when you're at a wedding where like you really believe in the couple, that's a really lovely experience. And I, so Freud and Freud, I like it. Okay. Now we have time for our investigative report into air drying versus blow drying. Are you guys ready? Are you ready to have your mind blown? Yes. Okay. I'm strapped in, Leanne. All right. Well, first of all, big thanks to the folks at uh, Real Simple for doing the tough work on this. Hannah Hong, thank you so much. Uh, This whole article, there will be a link to it in the show notes. Now, uh, here's the headline. I'll just ask a beauty editor, is air drying or blow drying better for your hair? And then the subtitle is, the right answer is probably not your first guess. (gasps) Oh, is your mind blown yet, Jewel? Yes. I I know you're going to say automatically like, air drying, right? Of course, that's yes, better. Yes. That's a universally would... universally held belief, right? That blow drying makes our hair worse than air drying. It dries, yes. it dries it out. And yeah, air drying, nope. you're, you're just like, that's like towel dry. You're just standing there right. in the air. Yeah, that's natural. But I guess right. that's worse for your hair. It's okay, worse for your hair. And here come the facts, Julie. Get <laughs> okay. ready. Okay. So there was a study at Yonsei University in Korea. You know, they love their hair in Korea, like mm-hmm. Korean women, beautiful hair. So they compared air drying with heat drying and researchers found that the hair's cell membrane, that's the material that glues hair cells together, was only damaged in the naturally dried group as a result of staying in contact with water longer. Listen to this explanation. (laughs) I do not understand. I didn't understand. It means sitting around with the wet head is not good for your hair membranes, Liz. That's what it is. When the cell membrane complex layer swells, it can weaken the hair over time. So the longer hair is wet, the worse it makes your hair over time after time after time of say you swim every day or say you shower every day. So the repeated like wetting and drying and wetting and drying and wetting and drying. Something calls- I know. Is it making you nervous? Yes. Yeah, it's making me very nervous. It means that you just have to jump out of that shower and just start blow drying the heck out of your hair. Is that what you're telling me, Leon? I'm going to have some tips for you at the end of the story, Julie. But <laughs> what I want you to know is what this phenomenon is called, because I want you to work this in to your next conversation with your hair dryer. It's called, or your hair, your salon, uh, your hair, hair dryer. Uh, hygral fatigue. 
Okay, that is the repeated swelling of the hair. So oh, if, wow. so it's a constant <laughs> swelling and deswelling and swelling and deswelling of the hair can aggravate hair thinning and lead to more breakage. The worst case scenario, it just gets worse from here, you guys. Oh my God. Worst case scenario. I'm going to have to dig a hole right now because I am so stressed. Okay, okay so you and I, Julie, we have fine hair and it's going to mm-hmm. cause the hair to stretch and appear more limp this high growth fatigue. If mm-hmm. you have textured or curly hair, which none of the satellite sisters were lucky enough to be born with, it's going to make your strands more frizzy. And in the worst case scenario, that damp environment is just going to be like a bacteria growth situation and lead oh. to scalp problems. I mean, this is a lot of facts for you. Okay. I know You're pushing is. me into the shut up category now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what you need to do. And it is not exactly what you think. First, you want to pat your hair dry with a microfiber towel. Okay. Okay. Gentle, squeeze out excessive water, but do not swish it back and forth because that can also lead to breakage. Then you're just going to apply your hair products, including any heat protectants, leave-in conditioners, or detangling mists. Okay. Notice at no point yet have you used a comb or God forbid, you use a brush, according to this article. Okay, then you're going to set the hairdryer on the lowest setting and move it in constant motion around your head until your <laughs> hair is 80% dry. Okay, just, just moving it around. Okay, do not rush while blow drying, Julie. I know you're a rusher, but you're going to yes. want to take manageable sections to evenly heat and dry your hair. Avoid using a brush or any other tool at this step. What about so, a big roller brush? That's how I get my lovely little bob in. What do be, I have? To- be patient. Oh. Well, it could be killing your hair, but whatever. Be patient. Your hair, <laughs> once your hair is 80% dry. Okay, that's good. Don't feel yeah. it's 80%. That's when you can gently brush out your hair with a soft bristled brush. Hair regains strength and elasticity at this point. It's just a little damp enough to be malleable. Best time to style. So there you go. I mean, you have it. That is investigative reporting of the highest. That is. Order. I mean, that is a lot. That's a lot of facts, Leon. <laughs> when you when you said don't sit around with the wet head, that is something that mom always said to us. I know. I she know she right. did. She did. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But that's it. I mean, I I air dry my hair all the time. I I just take a shower, go to bed with the wet head. That's what I do, and I that is wrong. I am I. Oh. The, the hygral fatigue, hydro <laughs> fatigue alone. God, I don't really even want to know about another kind of fatigue we could possibly have. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> That's what I thought when I read that. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm sure I have it. <laughs> hygral fatigue. <laughs> Whew, what a segment. I mean, a lot of information in there. All right, stay with us. Uh, we're going to wrap up with some entertaining sisters. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting (laughs) rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. 
from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Lian's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay. You know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm -hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. We're back, Liz. We want to remind people the holiday wrap party is happening on Sunday, December 11th, 7 p.m., 
Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Please do not come with a wet head. Please yes, blow dry don't your do hair. That. Please we blow dry your hair. Tights, no pants, excellent <laughs> idea. Yes. Matching me undies, jammies, bring it. Yeah, <laughs> put it in there. Perfect. Love it. Uh, but we do want to remind you, it's going to be over there on YouTube. We want you to subscribe to our YouTube page. We want you to post your toast before the event. If it's a snappy, fun toast, we will read it on the air. But all toasts that are posted will be uh, put into a drawing for a Satellite Sisters Pashmina. But Liz, they just go over to your your yeah. post. So if you go, right, if you go to the Satellite Sisters YouTube channel, which you can find by just typing in Satellite Sisters channel when you get to YouTube, you'll see that there is a graphic that says post your toast. You click on that. There's a short video for me that explains the post your toast contest. And then you just put your toast in the comments right under that video. So, and then all of those names will go into a drawing and our favorite toasts will get shared uh, during the uh, holiday wrap party and subscribe to the channel while you're there, Leanne. Super simple, super duper okay. simple. There you go. So please do that. That will be fun. We're gonna uh, we're gonna gather on Sunday, December 11th. There will be a cocktail. My son Colin is working on that. I I told him yesterday about the event. Uh, so for <laughs> you know, one thing at a time. As you can't really overload their schedules. They're not so. Don't worry. He's gonna be there. He's gonna get us a cocktail. It'll be fun. All right. Also, look what I did, Liz. What's happening there? Well, yes, we we keep remembering things we did in previous years that were really fun. So we're doing them again. And that's the way we feel about Look What I Did. Leon, you posted this in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, right? It's just the asking people to post, like, think about your 2022. What did you accomplish that you are proud of or that was funny or that you want to share? And you can either post it there in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group in that Look What I Did thread. Or if Facebook is not your thing, you can just email it to us because we want to hear from everyone. And our email is hello at SatelliteSisters.com. So just email us hello at SatelliteSisters.com. So then in our final show of 2022, we are going to review some of the great things that everyone did over the course of the year. Which so, is next next week. So, oh, so yeah, next week. don't right. sleep on yeah. this. It's it's December, <laughs> December 6th, our final show. Okay. So um for instance, we did get one already. We got we've gotten a bunch already um, at the email. Hello at satellitesisters.com. This one jumped out to me, and this is from Tamara, who is a longtime satellite sister. And she she posted, or she posted, she emailed us. Hi, sisters. At the age of 61, I achieved a lifelong dream. My horse Marengo and I won national championship for our division at the Grand National and World Championship Morgan Horse Show in Oklahoma City this past October. Well, that's amazing. Fantastic. That's amazing. She says thousands of qualified Morgan horses and riders and drivers from all across the country compete in our world championships. Stay noise. That's wrong. I'm sure that's not what it's hundred percent sure that's wrong. <laughs> Anyway, very impressive. It made me think of the current season of The Crown, where like Prince Phillips is off, uh, gallivanting around the world with his uh, horse-drawn carriages and competing in that. So that's amazing. At age 61, to win a world championship in anything, 
Bravo. So- yeah, fantastic. That was a great one. Loved it. Hello at SatelliteSisters.com. Yeah, we would love love to read all of these. And the ones on the Facebook page, even if you don't want to post them, worth reading because they're just, they're varied. Big, small, we don't care what it is. Just look what you did. Look what you did. Okay. Entertaining sisters, a couple of recommendations, Liz. Yes. Okay. So last week I I asked the question, so what's going to be the big Thanksgiving holiday movie? And we didn't know. And uh, so, but Glass Onion was one of the theories. So I went to see it and I got to say, I, I highly, highly recommend this. Is oh, the, that's good. This is the Knives Out sequel. Did you guys see the original Knives Out? Yes. 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 So I'll just say this. If you liked that, you'll like this. It's because it says all of the same charm to it. Of course, it still stars Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. Um, but the story all is about a kind of Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, master of the universe type guy named Miles Braun. And he's played by, by Edward Norton, who I always like. So he's this tech lord who invites all of his friends to his private island uh, in Greece. And then things happen. So it's Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn, Kate Hudson, uh, and Janelle Monet is kind of one of the main co-stars here because she is the uh, Miles Brown's former friend. So, you know, there's a murder involved. So it's, I think it's really silly. It's funny. And it definitely has an edge because there are loads of jokes at the expense of the super rich tech bro. Which oh. I think feel, feels very timely. Feels very, very timely. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but, but the other thing I would say about this, it's a Netflix movie. And Netflix is only putting it out for a week. And then you can watch it on Netflix. So if you want to see it in the theater, which I did, you need to go right now. And there's a, <laughs> there's actually there's actually a movie theater I just found in my neighborhood, like three miles from where I live that Netflix owns. I had no idea. I, what, what have I been doing? Well, I've been home alone for the past three years. Um, <laughs> and anyway, so I saw it in a gorgeous movie theater. If you can see it in a the theater, do. But it would definitely be a fun holiday movie with your family. So it's called Glass Onion. Highly recommend. Then the other thing I watched this weekend was on HBO Max. And it was Bruce Springsteen being interviewed by Howard Stern. And I really loved it. I mean, I love Bruce Springsteen. Um, He tells, well, he tells this amazing story about being at Clarence Clemens's bedside and just like playing Land of Hope and Dreams for him as he died. So I was like sobbing, home alone. That was, that was very, that was hard. But it's, it's like, it's super emotional and you get kind of a good playoff between Bruce and Howard Stern because I think of them as like Bruce is your good narcissist and Howard Stern is your bad narcissist but anyway I really liked it and would totally recommend it all right I I watched about five minutes I just can't stand Howard Stern so to be honest I as much as I love Bruce Springsteen I I just I can't stand him I watched the part where he had to apologize to Bruce for like trashing his wife uh, on the air and I I thought okay I'm out (laughs) I mean, he, Bruce, I mean, Howard Stern has objectified women for decades. I, know. Uh, I, 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 am, uh, I can't watch him uh, okay. no who he has. On him. Okay. Well, I'm out. 
I, I was willing to overlook the bad narcissist, but okay. <laughs> I, I take your point. Well, if you would just like to spend a delightful evening with Bruce Springsteen, then like minus Howard Stern, remember his whole Broadway show is on Netflix. So maybe, maybe you should just watch that. I just think that's better for me. Good recommendation. Yes. Excellent. All right. I do want to remind people too, that we put out a holiday book list with our own book, uh, gift book recommendations. Uh, we'll have the, um, books, the, the link to it in the show notes here. It's over at bookshop.org. But if you're looking for cookbooks or novels or nonfiction or children's books, I even have some puzzles and games on the list. There's a lot of really fun titles there for the book lovers in your life. So we've already put that together and uh, it's there for you over at bookshop.org, but lots of other book lists. So most of the books that we recommend on the show end up over at bookshop.org. It's just an easy way to accumulate book lists for us. So that's where we put it. Um, all right. Big thanks. Uh, that's our show for today. Big thanks to Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio, for everything you do. Emily Loudermilk does our graphics. You can see her work at our Instagram page on Facebook or in Pep Talk, our weekly newsletter. Uh, thanks, Emily, for everything. Um, all right, sisters, our to-do list. I'm very excited. Tonight, I start my Hallmark holiday movie writing class. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, that will be fun, Leanne. <laughs> it's three nights of live writing coaching. It's a Zoom class and uh, with a, a writer, a producer, and a former Hallmark executive uh, talking about like the elements of a Hallmark movie. Now, this is a writing class, so I think we all know the elements of a Hallmark movie if we watch them. <laughs> it's like... You know, snowball fights and cookies and a lot of hot chocolate, but there's actually like a special act structure and things like that that happen with Hallmark movies, which is not something, uh, it's not how I write. So I do need to take the class, but I'm looking forward to it. I've been working on some ideas this week. I tossed out a couple yesterday. So working on some new ideas today uh, to possibly move forward, but I will fill you all in next week on how the Hallmark Christmas movie writing class went, but I have been watching a lot of and analyzing a lot of Hallmark. Movies. I think you're ready, Leanne. I know you're going to be a star student. No doubt. I, I, Leanne, ever since you've mentioned this, I've thought this is perfect for you. I cannot wait until the next holiday season when we have the <laughs> Leanne Dolan Hallmark movie. It's a lot That's of pressure to put on me, Liz. A lot of pressure, okay. but All I right. feel like, I feel like I'm ready. In fact, when I mentioned it to my son, Colin, he said, mom, I'm not saying this ironically, I think this is a good fit for you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So we'll see. They're so squeaky clean. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. It's like, who, any edge. So I'm sort of curious, but they're expanding, I think, their definition a little bit over the last couple of years, which is good. But uh, I realized I was working on one that I thought would fit. I thought, when I really studied it, I'm like, this is just too edgy. I think it involves, you know, corporate fraud and other things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mixed up identities. I was too edgy. I got to well, start. I mean, we did see start. the royal nanny, Leanne. So yes. I think that should be your uh, benchmark. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear about this. Right. Okay. Um, well, my to-do list is right now, as we are finishing recording this show, um, the U.S. men are about to take the field against the Iran men in the World Cup. And I think we are all very tense, aren't we, sister? Very tense. Very yeah. tense. Yes. Yeah. Team, Team USA. Go USA. We have must win. Must we win. Have, yes. 
we have no idea what's going to happen. So if you're listening to this two days from now, yeah, whatever. Right now it's Tuesday morning <laughs> and it's about to start. So that's what I will be doing as soon as we finish the show. Yeah, we're full of promise. Okay, well, in addition to rooting for Team USA, I ha- I have to go to a ball this week. Leon, speak a public <laughs> movie. Maybe I should watch some of those movies. I don't know. I know. The organization that I volunteered with is being honored at a charity ball this week. So I have to get ball ready, which is, I think, a pretty high mountain to climb. (laughs) I know I'm not going to be Cinderella. Okay. I'm not going for that. Okay. I just want to get in the door. That's all I want to do. I want to be there when they recognize our organization. So, but I got a lot of work ahead of me, sisters. That is just such a funny word, a ball, as opposed to just like, it's formal. No, it's a full-on ball. This this is a full-on ball. Yeah. Okay. And now with all these hair facts, you know, you've really thrown me into a tizzy. (laughs) (laughs) No tools. No tools to your 80% dry, Joel. Don't don't let it happen. Oh, my God. And also, Julie, remember, as we learned, the research shows, as you walk into a room full of strangers, they do want to like you. They are trying to like you. (laughs) Thanks, Liz. (laughs) All right, sisters, have a great week. You too. You too, Leanne. Don't forget, call your satellite sister.